Hey, blessed people, you are listening to Limitless, the podcast on faith, life, and growth. And I am your host, Ifeinwa Moronike. If this is your first time listening, hey, over here on Limitless, we give you the tips and the tools you need to navigate life as a young person in Christ. If this isn't your first time, hello, welcome back. I noticed, like, my mirror's in front of me, and I noticed I gesticulate a lot as I talk. Like, even no one's in front of me right now, but my hands are just waving up and down. That's weird. But, you know, that's that's just how it is. <laughs> but anyway, we're getting into an episode today about loneliness versus being alone. When I wrote this episode, girl was going through a bit of lonely, going through a bit of a lonely time. And I think I've mentioned this before to you guys in some of my previous episodes about friendships. God does when it comes to praying about friendships and companionship and community. God answers such prayers because He wants us to surround ourselves with good people that will build us up and strengthen us, especially in our Christian walk. Thing is, thing is. There's a difference between loneliness and being alone. Loneliness does not feel good. Okay? Being alone is necessary. Loneliness does not feel good. But being alone is actually very necessary for our Christian walk or life in general because we need time to just sit down and reflect and think and just allow our minds to be submitted to God and not just always being fed with information from the world and from people and etc. But just to take that time to rest and to be alone in solitude, especially your christian walk but anyway let's just get into this episode shall we most people especially introverts they really appreciate that time to unwind that time to recharge away from people but the feeling of loneliness that nobody understands you nobody's around you nobody cares about you that kind of feeling nobody really likes that but loneliness and alone time as i said are very different thing so let's just get into loneliness sorry let's just get to alone time really quickly Having alone time is very necessary because it's a time away from people to process your thoughts and wind and have that personal time in solitude. And it's in that solitude that your intimacy, the intimacy with the Holy Spirit is developed, not within people. Because sometimes we get so used to, like for example now, I'm in prayer unit in school, we get so used to prayer points being shouted at us and you know everybody charging up the atmosphere and everyone's praying and there's music and so many things to encourage you to pray and to keep you focused on prayer. And then when you come back into your alone time, you're getting distracted. You can't pray for more than 10 minutes or can't pray for more than 30 minutes. But when you're in your meetings or prayer meetings within your unit in church, you can pray for an hour, two hours even, more than that even. That's when we've gotten so used to seeking God publicly. But seeking God in your quiet time, that's where the fire grows. That's where intimacy is developed. That's where there is true communication, one-to-one communication and spiritual growth. That's where your fire grows. And that's why we should sometimes, we actually need to learn to be content in alone time sometimes. Even Jesus, like, okay, if you read Mark 6, 46, and when he had sent them away, he departed to the mountain to pray. Now, Jesus loves his disciples. He loves us. He loves his disciples. He loves people in general. But even Jesus needed to take the time to separate himself, go into solitude and pray. So as much as we love our Christian community, we can't feed ourselves spiritually solely that. We need our personal time with God. Even Moses, like you guys know, the Ten Commandments, he didn't, like, he didn't get the revelation of the Ten Commandments in front of everyone. He had to go separately to Mount Sinai, where God revealed all that to him. If you want to get revelations, specific revelations, some of those kind of revelations are way too sensitive for you to get in front of people. And God will show that to you in your quiet time, in your alone time. Now, yes, do you have to have a bit more discipline in your alone time? Yes, because the thing is, you can get distracted by anything. No one's going to check you. You can check your notification whilst you're praying. No one's going to check you. But that's why we need discipline. 
in this alone time. And so if anyone is out there and you are struggling with like your alone time, your quiet time with God in your alone time, I would admonish you to maybe set a schedule, create some discipline with it. Have this personal alone time daily where it's just you and God. Now, this is completely separate from the group of prayers you do with your people or, you know, your church group or etc. This is just you and God in quiet time, in solitude, in the secret place. So that's with alone time. I think we've just established that alone time is very, very necessary to your Christian life, but also even generally as a human being, you just need, sometimes you need time to reflect, to think about your day. Sometimes journaling, journaling, especially prayer journaling, that was really good for me at some point. Have I been consistent with it? Maybe not. Should I be consistent with it? Yes. <laughs> but that alone time to sometimes journal, to read, to just reflect on your thoughts, reflect on your day, reflect on your progress in life and write some goals and just take that time. It's very necessary. I think we established that. That alone time is very much necessary. Now, loneliness, it has never been God's desire for us to be lonely. That's why we have so many of us. That's why God encourages the church community. Like Hebrews 10, 25, not giving up, meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as we see the day approaching. It's God's will for us not to forsake the gathering of the believers. That's the one verse that I think most of us remember. Do not forsake the gathering of the brethren or something like that. But this is an NIV. But yeah, we're not supposed to forsake the gathering of the brethren or the believers because we are here to strengthen each other. We are here to keep each other accountable. We're here to encourage each other. And that's the reason I made the episode on friendship and the importance of friendship and the kind of friends you keep in your circle. Because in one way or another, they will influence you. Whether it's positive or negative, the people you keep in your circle will surely influence you. And that's the reason God encourages to have good Christian fellowship and surround yourself with people that you guys can encourage each other in the walk of Christianity. And so that's the reason we need community. That's for sure. Anybody that's saying, no, I don't need people. I don't need friends, just me and God. Nah, 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 nah. That's not the will of God. And sometimes it's difficult to socialize. I'm not going to lie because I'm not the most social person either. It can be difficult to socialize and to make friends. But then at some point you have to overcome that fear in order to accept the amazing people God has in store for you that you can be a blessing to you and can also be a blessing to you. So again, we've established God does not want us to be lonely. Sometimes, I don't know if anybody can relate to this, you can be surrounded by a group of people, quite a large group of people, but you still feel lonely. You can have like the friend group that people say, oh, you, you know, you have such an awesome friend group. You can be surrounded by so many people on a day-to-day basis, but still feel lonely. And do you know the thing is, this happens a lot with Christians, mostly because most of the environments that we are in are very secular environments. Your school, your workplace, etc., they're typically not Christ-centered environments and they don't encourage the things of God. And so when people around you are doing things, discussing things that you cannot be a partaker of because, of course, we have our beliefs, sometimes you can feel kind of ostracized and left out. And I also did another episode on FOMO. So those are two episodes that I'm, you know, trying to sneak in there. FOMO and friendship. So you can check those episodes out. But this can happen. It happens actually quite a bit with Christians. Somebody discussed this with me as well, how they were struggling with Christian friendships. Even at some point, I was struggling with Christian friendships. Thank God, not anymore. But the people around me just weren't living the lifestyle that I had any interest in. And just felt like because of that, there was only a limit to where our friendship could go in terms of depth. I felt kind of lonely at that time. Like these people don't understand me. As much as I am surrounded by this group of people, we don't understand each other. There is no depth in our friendship. And so that lonely feeling started coming up. 
And that's why it's so important that you take everything to God. And that's why it's so important to pray. Pray about your friendships. Pray about the people that are in your circle. It's so important to keep the right set of people around you. People that you can do life with. That will encourage you in your Christian walk and not discourage it. But one thing I really want us to know is sometimes we can be hungry for friendships and for companionship because of an emptiness. It shouldn't be the fact that you feel lonely that you now start chasing after people and start clinging onto people that God has not ordained for you to remain friends with. What happens sometimes is you start to grow in your Christian walk and during that pruning season, the time God is transforming you, people may fall away from you. You may lose quite a bit of friends, but that's okay. So don't hold on to those friends because of loneliness. At the end of the day, even if you have that best friend in the world, even if you have amazing people around you, your number one companion, and this may sound like, you know when people say, oh, I don't have friends, or I have Jesus and he's enough for me. You know, it can sound kind of like, eesh, that sounds kind of sad. But actually, your number one companion should be Jesus. Because as much as your friend can be amazing, that person's one you're going to sleep, okay? One day, that person may not pick up their call because they may be busy with their lives, and that's okay. That's completely fine. Thing is, with Jesus, he picks up your call at all times. He's your number one companion. Nobody can love you or give you the attention that God can give you. I'm sorry, like nobody. They can try, but they still can't give you the level of attention and love that Jesus offers you. And that's why he should be your number one companion. You should seek him first. God doesn't sleep. God doesn't take breaks. God doesn't say, oh, I'm busy with this person. I don't have time for you right now. And that's why if you're feeling this kind of loneliness, an empty loneliness, this is not even about people around you, but you're feeling an emptiness. People are not going to feel that for you. People, nobody can feel that for you. That emptiness, nobody but God can feel that. Now you may try and look for validation in people, but you can never get true validation, true fulfillment, true wholeness without God. So number one, seek companionship in your heavenly father first. That companionship, there's nothing that can crash that. Unless you choose to move back, God is always there. I mean, things happen in life and you lose friends and, you know, you guys go to different schools, to different countries, you go to different fields, your paths start to diverge. That's okay. But thing is, no matter what path you're going on, no matter where you're going, God is always with you. That's the difference. And as you're going on to different paths and taking different directions in life, God will also allow you to meet new people and, you know, gain new relationships and new friendships along the way. But either way, God will be with you throughout the entire journey. And that's why it's okay when you lose friends sometimes. Life happens and that's okay. But with whatever life happens, God is always there. The highs, the lows, God is always there. And so if there's somebody out there that is really struggling with loneliness, even if you're surrounded by good friends, even if you're surrounded by God-fearing friends, but you're still struggling with loneliness, the number one thing I'll tell you to do is to seek God. Like seek God intimately in your alone time. And that's the importance of having your alone time in solitude, you and God. Building that relationship. Building that intimacy that cannot be broken. And it's through seeking God first, you can actually appreciate the people that are around you as well. Because you're not putting this whole burdensome thing on them of, I need you to validate me. If I don't have friends, I'm nothing. If you're still feeling like that, you need to seek God at the end of the day that friendship is not your identity so now once you've sought god you can now look towards people around you that god has drawn near you and you can actually do this through prayer as well you need to actually do both let's be honest because you can socialize and meet the wrong set of people but once you pray and you socialize god will draw like-minded people to you ecclesiastes 4 9 to 10 
two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. And this is the thing with people that believe I don't need anyone. It's just me and God. Now, yes, you and God should be number one, but we do need people. That's the reason Eve was created for Adam. We actually need people to keep us accountable and God can use other people to do that. God can use other people to strengthen us. This is the reason when you're in your prayer meeting, you're able to pray for much longer than maybe when you're on your own. Because you've got somebody else, even if you don't, let me tell you, sometimes you're praying and you start, your mind starts to wonder. Once you start hearing somebody else blasting their own tongues in your ears, by fire, by force, you'll start praying. <laughs> by fire, by force, you will start feeling the urge or the zhuzh to pray. Once they're giving you prayer points, fiery prayer points, sometimes when you're praying in your quiet time, your mind may wonder, you get distracted. In some environments, you can't even get distracted. When everybody's praying around you and all that stuff, the fire, you can feel it. That's why we have our community of believers. And sometimes when people notice that, okay, maybe you haven't been coming to the meetings, maybe you haven't been, they'll ask you, have you been reading your Bible? Have you been praying? Have you been having your quiet time? And you can be like, mm, maybe not. Those kind of people can now encourage you. They can strengthen you on that walk. That's why it says, pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. These human beings that are around us are here to help us up. They're here when we're struggling to walk, to help us walk. When we fall, to help pick us up. Now, yes, you could say it's just me and God. It's me and God. God can use anybody to do his work. Anybody. That's why it's so important for us not to just ostracize ourselves from society and just say, I want to do this Christian walk alone because we can't. We really can't. There are going to be times we'll have our low days, but God has people around you to help you up people of like mind but the thing is as i said before don't expect god to just drop friends into your palm you need to go out and socialize it can be very difficult i'm not great at small talk actually no that's the thing i am good at small talk but anything past that i'm like what should i say what should i say <laughs> that's the issue for me so it can be difficult but go out there put yourself out there step out of your comfort zone not everything needs to make you feel good. Sometimes you're not going to feel great about socializing, but it's okay. And it's through that that the Holy Spirit will bring people towards you that you guys can do this Christian work together to talk to people, ask people questions, learn about people, and then pray. Ask God for directions in terms of friendships. Make sure God is your number one companion at the end of the day. So that if anything does happen and for some reason you separate with your friends or you know life takes you in different directions, you still have wholeness. You still feel complete. Because God has always been your number one companion, regardless. So guys, I do pray this episode is a blessing to you. Then you understand the difference between loneliness and being alone. And you embrace being alone, but you don't embrace loneliness. And I do also pray that you share this to loved ones. You leave a review, you leave a rating. And you have an amazing day, an amazing week, an amazing month, and an amazing 2022. Bye guys, I'll see you next week.